0: Greetings, voyagers. Welcome to the Voyages of Tim Vetter podcast. This is episode number 173. My guest for today's episode is named Jenna G the Hijabi. She is a YouTuber from Trinidad and Tobago, and she YouTubes about food. You may notice a theme here as we are exploring food from around the world while we're still in mostly a quarantine here in New York. There's a really large West Indian population in New York, specifically here in Brooklyn. And so I've had a little bit of exposure to Trinidadian food, but I've never been to the country itself. And so I was really excited to have Jenna on today. When I was searching for someone who could represent food culture from the country, she was one of the first names that popped up. And I think she's really interesting because she also cooks, she doesn't just blog about food, but she is really educated about the food and she herself is Muslim as well. So she has some different dietary options available for her, but she cooks all sorts of really cool stuff. Now, Trinidad is a really interesting country. If you understand the history of the world... And you better understand it because a lot of things are being brought to light for people who aren't very educated. But the history of the world is often a history of colonization. Trinidad and Tobago is the southernmost of the Caribbean islands. If you look at a map, it's really super close to Venezuela, south of Grenada. And it was a place that went through colonization. It was one of the first places that the Spanish came across in their imperialism in the Americas. And then the Dutch made many attempts to settle, the French. And eventually there was colonization by the British to the point where the country gained its independence in the 1960s, which is not that long ago. There was a mass influx of slaves from Africa, and indentured servants from India, and then eventually Chinese came to Trinidad and Tobago as well. And so naturally, the blending of these cultures is going to create something very unique. And in a post-colonial world, people are very proud of their country. And one of the big like cultural exports that comes out of Trinidad is incredible food. And it's a blend of all of these things. If you're familiar with Indian food, you're going to notice a lot of Indian foods in this conversation. If you hop on Google right now and try to use that as a companion for the things we talk about, like bacon shark, if you want to look that up while we talk, you'll notice that there are some familiar foods and flavors that you... May have had in other cultures. So I was really excited to get to to talk about some of those things. I think it was Bourdain who really enlightened me and maybe a lot of people through his television show about how political food is, how food is so intricately tied to history. It'll teach you a lot. And the food that we talked about today is super exciting. Right up my alley, street food, spicy food, seafood. Trinidad, like Nigeria, which I've recently added through my conversation that I had last week, is on my list of like must places now after this pandemic is finally squashed. Jenna has a really informative YouTube page. I love her Instagram. It's laid out in such a way that the meals are like three-paneled across. The same meal, so you could see her talking about it, and you could see a picture of it, and then you could see a video of it at the same time. And I think that's really clever use of the format. I've found that a lot of these cooking shows have been like really therapeutic and calming for me, as I'm a little bit irritable here in quarantine. So please go to the show notes, the notes in whatever app you're listening to, and you can click on the links to her YouTube and her social media accounts where you could find out more about Jenna. And find out more about food from Trinidad. and if you haven't had it, if wherever you live if you have a you know a restaurant in town that says that they have Trinidadian food or, or West Indian or Caribbean, go there, eat it, enjoy it. you'll fall in love with it. All right I also have a patreon link in the show notes for this episode. You know what that is, but that's a service where you can give monthly, get some cool kickbacks like shirts and stickers and stuff like that, and I'm hoping to eventually have enough supporters to where I can provide some content just for them, some special episodes. If not, please share this episode, talk about it. Had a lot of cool stuff on lately, and I will continue to have some cool stuff in the future. It's looking like I might get a little bit of travel in here coming up. It won't be international, but hopefully I can have some content from a few other states and some stuff on the road and start doing these in person again. I miss human interaction. (laughs) But for now, I'll keep cranking these out remotely. All right, I'm going to play a song for you to get you in the mood for this episode. So it's right here after the jump. Enjoy the song and then enjoy my conversation with Jenna G., Awesome. Yeah, thanks to uh thanks for doing this. It's really great to meet you.
1: Thanks for, for inviting me. It's pretty cool. I've always wanted to do a podcast, but never really got around to it.
0: Oh yeah, of course. I mean, I hope this is the first of many.
1: Hopefully. <laughs> oh,
0: here we go. Okay. So let's talk. Yeah, let's talk. Cool. Um you are the first person on the, the podcast to represent Trinidad, so that's really exciting for me.
1: Yeah, that is pretty cool.
0: You know, we have um here in New York, especially in Brooklyn where I live, we have a really large West Indian population. That is true. Yeah, and so, you know, there are places to eat. There are restaurants that will say we have West Indian food or we have Caribbean food, Can, is it correct to use those terms interchangeably with Trinidadian food?
1: I, th- I think it, it would be, yes yeah, because I, like Caribbean food, it might be slightly different in other islands right. um Trinidadian food. But yeah, we all appreciate the Caribbean food because they, they're more or less similar to, to some degree.
0: Okay, cool. Just want to make sure I'm being correct in my terminology here. So I appreciate that. I think something that's really exciting about Trinidadian food is all of the different forces at play. And what I mean by that is you have islands where there are you know there were indigenous peoples, there were indigenous cultures. And you know there were quite negative forces through imperialism and colonization from Europe and that was Spain and France and and England and you have African cultures, and you have Indian cultures, people who were either forcibly brought there or who migrated there for work, and then mm-hmm. also a large Chinese population of people who came for work as well. And all of those things, typically in my experience when I've gone places, the blending of those cultures often creates something very unique. And to me, at least, you know, I'm I'm a novice, but what I've seen of Trinidadian food is, um, some, some familiar things from other places, but blended together to make something that's very unique.
1: And that is, that is true. We have such a diverse, um, culture here. And like you're right to say, we have many different races and that's one of the things that to me makes Trinidad and Tobago such a unique place because of that fusion, that culture fusion. Yeah, I
0: mean, is there a, and there's a smaller like Eastern Tobago, right? Like, is, would there be a difference in food between the islands or is it pretty similar?
1: No, it would more or less be the same, but Trinidad will be the busier, hustling one. So you might find more of the food in Trinidad um, as compared to Tobago. You may find it, but you know, not as, as abundantly as you would find it in Trinidad. Ah,
0: uh, okay. And uh, you live in the city. Which which one of the two the two big cities do you live in?
1: I live in Trinidad. So I am from uh, an area called San Juan, San Juan in Trinidad. Got you. Yes. Okay. Now, yeah. I, I've had
0: people on who are food bloggers or people who talk about food. You don't just talk about food. You cook food. And I you, do. You have, I
1: was just eating food.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you have a really great educational YouTube channel. And I think you use the format of Instagram really well where you have like the three panels all relating to the same dish. And I think that's really cool. Um, you know, very simply who's, who's cooking in Trinidad? Is it, you know, is it older people? Is it grandmas? Is it younger people? Is it people getting into, into like fine dining and, you know, people who are educated in cooking?
1: I think right now, I think like with, you know, I I think it's probably safe to say across the world, people, Things are changing in terms of who's cooking. So now you won't find so many younger people cooking. They would faster prefer to buy food outside. So, I mean, I mean, at one point in time, you might find where the majority of people were cooking at home, but I think that's kind of slowly changing, it's kind of fast. I mean, I enjoy cooking, but I know that a lot of people prefer to buy food outside these days.
0: Yeah, that seems to be a trend with a lot of people that I've been talking to from all around the world.
1: Yeah. Who? Um, changing the world, changing their careers. Like, you know, people, they, they have less time to spend in the kitchen and they have so many options to purchase food, you know? So it makes it a lot easier. Yeah. Who taught you how to cook? My cooking came from my grandmother and my mummy. My grandmother, to this day, I would probably still call her to ask for some advice on cooking, Uh, like I did recently. And my mommy, yeah, I've been always into the cooking, was not always good at it, but you know, now I totally enjoy it.
0: It's interesting because I think the the face of like celebrity cooks and celebrity chefs for a while, or even maybe not celebrities as a term, but popular cooks and chefs in the United States was largely men and largely white men. And you see that Uh, you see that changing now as things are becoming much more diverse, at least in, you know, the popular culture. But when I've traveled around the world, you know, a lot of of kitchens and street food stalls and eateries are run by women, and I've I've seen that uh, also on your channel, like, and on your page, your husband will cook some things. I'm wondering if there is sort of like a gendered nature of cooking in Trinidad and if, if, that's changing at all.
1: Um, I think, um, I think generally it might be correct to say that more women might cook, um, in Trinidad, but I, I, I don't want to say that for every, like I wouldn't say it's the majority cause I do know there are many men who prefer to cook, um, but I, I I don't know I, th- I think we have A sort of mix I thought Because for example My sister Her husband cooks My other sister Her husband cooks I would cook more In my household But I, I think we have A blend here in Trinidad mm. you, you know Like men cook And the women cook I, I think it depends Sometimes on the, You know What exactly is going on
0: Okay Now I hear you When you say that You know People are quite busy They're working They're eating food Outside of the home Is there yeah. a Is there a big street food culture? Are there street hawkers and food stalls?
1: You need to come to Trinidad (laughs) one day to experience our street food that we have here. We have endless amounts of food, like street food. Have you ever heard about doubles? Well, okay.
0: So I have that in my notes here. I've got all sorts of things to ask you. So please tell me about doubles.
1: Right. So doubles is like fried dough. And there's chickpeas or curried chickpeas, chichana is what we call it. Mm. And you top it with like uh pepper sauce or like tamarind chutney. And it's one of our favorites here in Trinidad. Just one. We have countless amounts of street foods. Tell me what you came across. Okay,
0: I will. Uh, <laughs> quickly though, I would assume, as I've experienced with a lot of street food cultures, like often street food is you know affordable for a lot of working class people um it's a quick way to get a meal i'm assuming that's the same way in trinidad yeah 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 for sure
1: like a doubles would run us five TT, which is less than one u.s
0: yeah yeah okay wow um have, have you ever made doubles at home or is it not worth it is it easier to just go buy it
1: yeah, yeah, I, I have made doubles already. It, it is uh, tiring. It <laughs> is tiring for sure. But, you know, especially during this uh, quarantine time we had, a lot of places were closed. So many people in Trinidad went through that double making phase.
0: Ah, okay. I didn't even think yeah. to ask about that. Are, are you still in quarantine? Have, have things opened up?
1: Um, now places are starting to open back up mm. but for uh, pickup or delivery.
2: Uh, but during okay. that
1: quarantine time, people maximize on that time to cook. It was crazy.
0: Yeah, same here. I mean, we were like, yeah, <laughs> we're even like trying all sorts of new things. We were like, let's learn to make sourdough bread. Let's do things we've never had time to I
1: know. do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, same
0: thing. Okay, cool. So I've got a bunch of things in my notes. Um, some things that I'm familiar with, many that I'm not, and then I think that Trinidad also sort of has its own terminology and lingo for certain things so that's i'm excited to learn about some of this okay so the first thing i have to all well, other than doubles is uh sauce if i'm pronouncing is? that correctly is it pronounced sauce sous, s-o-u-s-e so sous. yeah
1: so right. okay
0: what is sauce
1: so well that is um it's like a, a spicy sort of uh I would say boiled, sort of, they put like chicken foot in it. Um, but I, I don't eat, as a Muslim, I, I don't eat the pork. Right. But you know, they have different varieties of the sauce. So, like a chicken foot sauce is chicken feet in that spicy sort of uh, boiled pot of goodness. So, there's like the onions and there's the pepper and that, that kind of thing in South I personally don't surprise me. I actually don't really like it so much. Okay. But it is another popular dish here in Trinidad. Well, I know
0: the texture of chicken feed or duck feed or pig feed is tough for some people.
1: It could be. I, I enjoy chicken, eating chicken feet, to mm. be honest with you, but not in that particular dish. It, I it's see. It, Yeah. <laughs> is it eaten as a
0: soup or do you have like a roti or something to scoop it?
1: No, you just eat it like a soup. So like it's a like soup. a, you just, Yeah. Soup like.
0: Okay. Um, another soup that I've seen that's uh, quite popular or ubiquitous is corn soup.
1: Corn soup, oh yeah. Corn soup is, uh, that is quite popular. Like I remember when I was younger going to a city that we call St. James in Trinidad, mm. and there are tons of, uh, uh, there used to be tons of corn soup vendors. So it's corn, and some people put split put peas in it and they put dumplings in it. And it's a real nice, rich soup because you include coconut milk in it as well.
0: Wow. Yeah, that, yeah. Sounds, that sounds amazing.
1: Um, okay. <laughs> uh, bake and shark. Oh, my goodness. So <laughs> if you ask anybody who is coming to Trinidad, who has been to Trinidad, they will tell you you have to go to Maracas Bay to get a bacon shark. So Maracas is our beach. And on the beach, there are many different, um, bacon shark vendors and bacon shark is something you have to have. And that's so just fried dough with uh, fried shark in it. Wow. And do you, yeah. And on it, the fun part is you get to put tons of, um, different vegetables on it and sauces on it. So it's good.
0: Wow. Is, is this also hot? I'm noticing a lot of spicy stuff.
1: Spicy stuff, Trinidadians. We, I, in the majority of us, I would say, enjoy spice. We have Scotch bonnet pepper that we put almost in everything.
0: Ah! Oh, wow! Wow! Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, probably something that you wouldn't be able to eat, but something I've seen is popular is black pudding.
1: Yeah, I, I have no idea about that one. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. Yeah, that one. I, and I wouldn't. I'm not so familiar with that at all. Okay. Okay. So but you are right, it is popular It is another popular one
0: Okay, how about
1: uh, chow? Oh, chow That's my middle name Chow <laughs> We use basically just about any fruit that we have here in Trinidad and we basically make chow which is um, shadow is the fresh fruit that we use in Trinidad, it's called culantro. it's not cilantro it's culantro. Culantro. And we use that primarily with some garlic and hot pepper. And that's what our chow is with sauce and black pepper. So it's a peppery sort of um, snack that we enjoy here all the time.
0: Yeah, I think for some folks who have been to Mexico or even Southeast Asia, it's common to get street food where you'll get slices of some type of fruit with either salt and like crushed up chilies and stuff like that.
1: You, uh, you are correct. Yes, I actually was watching something. Um, I can't remember on YouTube. I can't remember what country it was. But yeah, they had an entire store, like a vendor, uh-huh. a street vendor, and they were all different types of fruits. And it was, it reminded me of chow.
0: Okay, okay. Cool, cool. Um, how about, again, I might say it wrong, but uh, folori?
1: Folori. Folori, okay. <laughs> um, That's P-H-O-L-O-U-R-I-E, right? Yes. Yeah, folori. So that's another fried, um, dough that we use, uh, spiffy powder in and some saffron powder and we fry it. So it's a round like that. And it will, it's normally eaten with what we call chutney, which is a spicy, um, spicy sort of sweet dip to go with it. Yeah. And I
0: think probably, again, a lot of people will recognize a lot of, um, Indian ingredients in Indian, uh, meals here, I believe that uh, the migration came heavily from like Northern India.
1: Right. So we actually celebrated Indian arrival the, um, the end of last month. Oh. And with that, with like Indian arrival date, when the, my ancestors, cause I'm Indian, you know, they would have brought a ton of their food and a lot of these fried stuff, like these doubles and stuff would have come from, you know, originated somewhere along the line from some that sort of Indian Migration
0: to Trinidad. Ah, cool, cool. Have you have you traveled to India?
1: Nope, I have not actually. I would like to, but I have not. Yeah, that would be okay. that would be interesting
0: to see to sort of trace the roots of some of those meals. That would be cool. For sure. Um, I hope this is correct. I, I see something here which has two names, but I guess maybe sort of the slang name is is a is a bus up shot.
1: Bust up shot roti So that is roti uh-huh. So it's something like naan But it's very thin And, it's, and they call it Bust up shot It's um, like a burst t-shirt So it, it, it's sort of like a t-shirt That has a lot of holes in it And it's all um, Burst up if you, if you understand what I mean And that's where it got the name Bust up shot from ah. So it's very be silky And we eat that with curries and stews
0: Wow Is there anything, um, I'm trying to think maybe, I mean, maybe it's silly, but obviously like people know New Yorkers eat pizza, right? But, you know, I work work in education, I work with kids. I would say one of the most commonly eaten things is like a bacon, egg and cheese sandwich. Like kids that go to school- Every morning, or going to the bodega, going to the corner store, and getting a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich. So I, I would honestly say that that is the most common thing eaten in New York. Eaten in New York, is there like a most common meal? Is there something that like an ingredient that everyone has to have in their home? Let's say that's like very Trinidadian.
1: Ingredient would be that culantro or chardonnay. Okay. And I just, with that special, we use that to make what we call a green seasoning which is basically a combination of fresh herbs, garlic, and pepper. So almost everything we cook in Trinidad, we have to include green season. And in green season, the main ingredient is usually that shallow or coulantro. And that's something that most of us have to have, and also pepper. Now, in terms of what we eat, but we have different things. That I, that I think we would say we have favorites, like breakfast time. There are lots of street vendors who sell roti and like curry or stew or like fried vegetables and a lot of people go for those sort of things and bake and and, uh, salt fish we in that that's some of favorite breakfast stuff and then you have the lunch and we have different things that we like to eat for dinner so i think we have a lot of different favorites for different types of the day
0: uh yeah sure how about how about um you mentioned that things are opening back up for delivery and for pickup. Are there like Trinidadian fast food chains that people frequent?
1: Um, I don't think we have a lot of uh, we have we have like a TGIS, we have a lot of um, overseas uh, uh lines okay, yeah, fast food places and stuff. We have a couple of local places as well, like um, that they, they do their delivery and. You know they pick up options and that kind of thing too. So we we have a couple. We have a couple. Are those international places
0: popular? The international places, like a TGI, like uh, maybe that's the wrong word, but you know, like a they're like multinational corporation food places, almost like a TGI Fridays is all over the world. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is something yeah. like that popular in
1: Trinidad? TGI, yeah, we have we have a line of TGI's around. around. Hmm. I, I think like Trinidad is, is um we. We have Hard Rock too, you know, believe it or not, we have Hard Rock Cafe that just opened up recently as well. So we, we, we are quite diverse in, you know, in our food and as well. We have a lot of international places and we, we try to have our local places as well.
0: I've always, you know, when I've traveled, I'm always surprised to see something like like a McDonald's or a KFC and it's full, and I'm always like, there's all this incredible street food around me, all these amazing smells and flavors. Like, who
1: is going to TGI Fridays right now? But, but dude, yeah, it's the same thing here. We have a McDonald's that is always full. We have a KFC that is always. You want to hear something funny? Right before they announced that they were closing down fast foods, do you know that there was a ridiculous line outside KFC, like on the road? Wow. It's that serious.
0: Yeah, maybe people were like freezing it or something to eat it throughout quarantine. I don't know.
1: Well, I think if you ever ask a the Trinidadian, they will probably tell you that KFC Trinidad KFC is the best in the world. I think I've heard people say that Trinidad KFC for some strange reason tastes <laughs> different. I, I don't know. I kind of, I don't know, but you know, um, I don't
0: know. Maybe um, that's what they think. You know, w- with the diversity and culture, there are um a number of different holidays celebrated but there's like a massive cultural event that i think people people know all around the world and that is carnival yeah carnival is there uh is there any specific food that gets eaten in in celebration of a carnival or is it just sort of anything goes
1: I think if anything goes, where if you if you talk to people who are coming to, uh, for carnival, they'll tell you they probably come a few days before and maybe stay a few days after because they have to get their bacon shark in. Mm. And believe it or not, now during carnival there are lots of parties, uh, what we call fests in Trinidad. And believe it or not, at those parties there's endless food, so you can all actually find doubles in a party now, and you can find bacon shark in a party now. You'll find corn soup. So I don't think there's a one particular. We just enjoy everything around carnival time.
0: Oh, th- this is like torture for me because I've been, like, this is around the time of the year when school lets out. Uh, I'd have a bit of a break. I'd be going out into the world. And I'm stuck here talking to people about these amazing places and amazing foods. I'm just like, oh, my God, that sounds really, really great. Uh,
1: well, I think you should set aside some time. And definitely, you know, I mean... Definitely try to enjoy some of the countries that you're you're getting interviews from because, you know, I'm sure I'm sure it's pretty exciting.
0: Yeah. And, you know, for you, when did I'm assuming you you've been cooking for a while, but when did you take the plunge and decide to, you know, put this put yourself out into the world to make a channel?
1: Um, I did um, about I would say I'm in it properly in it but maybe around two years max properly. I started it earlier on. I'm going to be honest with you. I was hesitant because I was worried about criticism. Mm. I don't think that I was really ready for it. And then I just said, you know what? You need to just, you know, forget that and just go for it. And it's been about two years that I'd say that I've been focused a lot on it. It seems like the reaction
0: and the reception to it has been really positive and strong.
1: Positive is strong, but, you know, I am a hijabi, so I do wear my hijab. And, you know, I was even worried about that as well to some to, to, to some degree, you know, and just in general, because everybody has their own way of cooking. So I was worried about that as well. Mm-hmm. I was just, it was a little nerve wracking, but yeah, so far, I will say that it's a lot of positive. It's been negative, but it's a lot of positive.
0: Yeah, I think if, if I'm correct, the... The largest or the like dominant population is really uh, Christian in Trinidad. And if you're Muslim, you're in a smaller minority. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, we, yeah, we, the majority would be, yeah, you, you're correct. So well, we're a very small amount of Muslims, but that's another wonderful thing about Trinidad. Here, We don't have any sort of, um, you know, I don't feel any sort of discrimination in Trinidad. Because thankfully, we're really good. And for us, like we eat what we call halal meat only. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and even like that, there's so many options here in Trinidad. Even that simple thing is a big deal here in Trinidad.
0: Wow. Yeah. And, and you know, I've been to many countries that are predominantly Muslim or, or the official religion is Muslim. And I know that there is... Um, you know, a connection worldwide between people who have a common faith, and so I'm I'm sure there's a lot of people from overseas who are watching your channel and, you know, appreciate what you're yeah. cooking.
1: Yeah, 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 for sure. I, I know that a lot of people look at me and um appreciate the fact that I am taking a chance to step out there as, as somebody wearing hijab to show that you know we 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 can do you know regular fun things and. Just be normal. As some people have, have actually told me, you seem normal. And I'm like, what is normal? Like, <laughs> yes, yeah, we are normal people. You know, we are normal. So it's all good. Well, you know,
0: I, I, we've mentioned carnival and like, obviously, people love to travel for beaches. But if someone's coming to Trinidad, not that you mm-hmm. have to give them like tons of advice here, but what is something that is uniquely Trinidadian that you think people need to see and experience when they come?
1: definitely the food for sure mm. um if you have to come to trinidad and uh tobago like i said trinidad is the busier of the two islands so most times what people would do they would come to trinidad they would say you know go to the beaches but most times they would go spend more of the time in tobago because tobago is a lot more laid back ah. so it's a lot more you know relaxing than trinidad so you come for the food you go to maracas you go to the other beaches you you know visit a couple of places and then you relax in in Tabibu. very very nice and relaxing and laid back there
0: okay and i've seen um you've been invited to i think maybe participate in food competitions or even serve as as like a judge in some food
1: competitions is that true um, I was a judge in a recent curry duck competition. Whoa. Yeah. I've been invited to do a couple of things to be honest with you, but uh because of the non halal part, I have to not, you know, I have to I have to decline. But the last thing that I did was a judge at a curry duck competition. Have you ever had curry duck? I've had many curried items. I
0: don't <laughs> think I've had curry duck.
1: Curry duck is a must try. It just actually ate some of that. Really
0: good. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that sounds amazing. Um, I don't know. I think it's an exciting time because through the internet and through media and TV, people are getting exposed to culture around the world. And there are people who are essentially like cultural ambassadors. They're the people that um, people turn to to learn things. And, you know, when I was searching for Trinidad, you were one of the first people to come up. And I could definitely, like, after watching your videos, you know, there's there's these shows, like Bourdain was the big one. That was my guy. But, um, you know, I could see you being sort of like the fixer for someone who, who, who's coming to Trinidad and trying to represent it on their show as somebody who can, you know, show them the different places to eat. And I think that's a really exciting wow. thing. And I'd love to see that exposure come to you. Yeah,
1: that, that's pretty cool. I mean, I would... Uh... I, I will be honest and say that I might be limited in terms of bringing people because like black pudding and to get that side of experience, I may not be able to. But yeah, for sure, I definitely like to, to have people come to Trinidad, see the culture and see the food, especially from my eyes as, you know, from a halal point of view. And that that's what I do. So like I sometimes would go to different islands as well. And when I go, I try to get my mind on different food places that have halal stuff, you know, so it's definitely something. I, I yeah, I would definitely be interested in doing those things with with different people. Yeah,
0: have you have you traveled much throughout the region, either to South America or Central or the other islands in the Caribbean?
1: I've been to a few places. I've been um, to New York a lot of times. I've been to Canada. I've been to ah. a lot of uh, many different Caribbean islands. Um, I have family in Brooklyn. You know, oh, so okay. I've been around. I've been around. All right. Yeah. So, so then, give me your opinion. Is is West Indian
0: food in Brooklyn uh, an accurate representation of the food from the islands?
1: Yeah, they have, um, they have a couple. Of, I haven't been to New York in a while, though, so I'm not sure what they have now. But I do know that from what I, I know, there are a lot of people, especially like uh, Queens area. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the roti shops. I don't know if things roti shop is still around. All these different roti shops that they have there. Um, I know for sure you can get Senegalese food
0: up there. Definitely, yeah. Cool. It's good to know. Actually, um, it's you know, it's a humble brag, but um, I'm quite lucky to live in a city that is so diverse and represents so many places. And it's you know, as close to the source in a lot of places as possible because you have direct immigrants cooking the food from their homes. Sometimes, depending on where they're from, it's hard to get some of the exact ingredients. But we do okay here in New York.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree for sure, for sure. Uh, and I know there's a lot of Guyanese. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, food over there, too. And, you know, they, they, it's, you know, they're more or less similar-ish. And, you know, so Caribbean food, you you could use it, use the word interchangeably sometimes, most times, most times.
0: Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna plug your um, your social and 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 the YouTube in a second. But is there anything that you think I might have left out in terms of popular foods or anything that people should know about Trinidadian food?
1: Um, have you ever heard about Callaloo and pilau? We didn't talk about those two. And those two are quite, quite, quite popular. So Palau is something that people would say that it must be the national dish of Trinidad because... Uh, it's basically a one pot dish. Hmm. So there's rice in it, there's meat in it, there's coconut milk. It's a rich one pot dish that we have on a regular, like all the time. And Kalaloo is our next um dish that is made using like dashing bush leaves or taro leaves. Are you familiar with that? Yeah, and I am familiar with Kalaloo actually.
0: Um most yeah. people probably know of a place called Gloria's here in New York. Um yeah, yes. really, really good.
1: So, those are popular dishes here, here too. There's so a. I think, I think, Tim, you need to book your ticket. Yeah.
0: Okay, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm. 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 My network has been growing here during quarantine, so there's a lot of places that I need to go uh, and get fat around the world now. <laughs> it's exciting.
1: For sure. For sure. One oh. well, one more thing is I would say Trinidad, you, uh, we love our food. We definitely love our food. Uh, we have rivers too. We have what we call river lines. So we would go with our friends and family sometimes to the beach or to the river and we would actually cook on the spot and just have a good time. So we have to take our pots, take everything and we cook um, by the beach or by the river. And that's an um, awesome weekend line for us in and sometimes.
0: Ah, oh, that sounds we'd amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that would be amazing right now, too, because we're all like really antsy. We've been cooped up inside our houses. so. That sounds
1: great. It is. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure.
0: Um, okay, cool. So let's send people your way. How can they find you? How can they learn more? How can they watch and listen?
1: Well, I actually, I've got my website up. Um, you could probably write that out. I'm not sure, but uh, it's www.jenajithahijabapt.com. And on that website, you would get recipes. And also links to my different social media on YouTube, on Instagram, on
0: Facebook as well. Awesome. And people, you all know this, but you can go to the description uh, when whatever app you're listening to or it's it's the show notes and you'll find those links, you could just click it and you will go right there. Um, yeah, yeah, Jenna, thank you. This was really cool. I feel like I've learned yeah, a lot, yeah. and now I'm very, very hungry. So <laughs> appreciate it. I hope
1: I didn't miss anything. I'm like, wait, sh- sh- should we share anything else? Is there anything else to say? I think we got everything. I hope so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I hope so because I do have um, some Trinidadian friends, and I'm sure I will be hearing from them if I misrepresented anything. So
1: <laughs> wait, you have you have Trinidadian friends? Yes. Well, Oops.
0: I have um, a large network. I, I've worked in a lot of places. And so, um, I wouldn't say like best friend, but yes, I do have people in my network wow. who are Trinidadian.
1: That is awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. So if
0: you're that's listening so out cool. there, I, I, I hope I did you well.
1: Yeah. hi, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you will. Thanks so much for, for having me. Definitely got interested, but I, uh, excited when I got that email. I'm like, what? For sure.
0: <laughs> hey everyone. That's a wrap on episode 173 of the Voyages of Tim Better podcast. Thank you so much to Jenna. Please make sure that you go to the show notes and you give her Instagram a follow. You check out some stuff on YouTube and try to cook something. <laughs> we mentioned this in our conversation. A lot of people are learning how to cook stuff here in quarantine. We've tried some stuff here in our apartment as well. So if any of these things sounds sound new to you, go to her website or her, her YouTube and you'll see how to make them. And do your best. Try to make it as well as she does. And like I said, please go be a patron at a West Indian restaurant, Trinidadian restaurant, if you have one in town. Uh, A lot of places are starting to open back up with some outdoor seating or delivery and stuff like that. So go eat, folks. We've all been cooped up inside for a very long time, so get out there. All right, thanks everyone for listening. As always, please take care of each other. I will catch you very, very soon.